I love that the trend in clothing now is about like unbothered luxury. Well, that is why you need to check out Quince. It is a game changer. I now have a wardrobe of luxury essentials that a transition from one occasion to the next. I look like a classy lady and I stay on budget. There are 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Are you kidding me? Also, I love their organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops that look good on everybody. And now they have timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I love their cashmere. It is so soft and the quality is amazing. The gray one that I've had for years still looks brand new, but I've added different colors to them this season because who doesn't love fabulous cashmere? Also, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash juicy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash juicy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash juicy. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Heather McDonald has got the juices scoop. When you're on the road, when you're on the go, Juicy Scoop is the show to know. She talks Hollywood tales, her real-life Mr. Segment serial data, and serial sister. You'll be addicted and addicted fast to the number one tabloid real-life podcast. Listen in, listen up. Woo, woo. Heather McDonald. Juicy Scoop. Hello, and welcome to Juicy Scoop. I have my friend, Jill Zarin. I think I met you in 2008. Her yep. boyfriend, Gary. I Hi. think you guys have been together for what, four years? Seven years. Six years. Bobby passed oh, six, six years. years ago on January 13th. It just passed. Six years. But you don't want to say you were together for six years then. No. We were pretty much, yeah. No, there's pretty... a respectable amount of time in the Jewish religion that you cannot date. Right. But it's not as actually, long. Actually, do you know what the rule is in the yes, Jewish religion? I do. Well, this is very interesting. I didn't know this no. until I became a widow, actually. So- Based on the old, old times, um, women, wives, 30 days of mourning. And then because I guess women, first of all, died much younger. Right. And childbirth years, that a woman would get remarried and move on. Quickly. 30 days. More quickly. If it's a parent, because you only have one mother and you only have one father. Yeah. A year of mourning. A year of oh. mourning. But a spouse, 30 days, and just move mm-hmm. on to the next one. Okay. That was the old well, days. good for you. Um, so anyway. You I, did it. I, uh, yeah, Gary was the best thing. You know, that happened I never after. left. And he never left. No, that's the key to winning is just never leave. <laughs> he never <laughs> left. Show up and never leave. I don't know. Um, Jill, you just came off of um, a show. Can you tell us about it? It's called Worst Cooks in America. Yeah. And, but you're an actually a good cook. How did you get this part? I was, I was hosting. Oh, you hosted, hosted it. Hosted the finale between the two last. Uh, and- who, can you tell us who was on it? Because it's aired now. Don't remember their names, well, to be honest. I, I remember the names. <laughs> I can oh, look it up. Oh. Can I look it up? Yeah, yeah. sure. It was, um, oh God, you look it up. Well, just tell us if you know the name. Gary doesn't remember anything. So you were lying just there. Okay, well, Ann Burrell and Tiffany Derry were the hosts, and I don't know who they were. Adrian Chet, uh, Chetham 
and Michael Jenkins. Yep, I think that was it. Are they actors? If I can read this. No, they're just regular people. Oh, well, then, it's been on 27 well, then, years. Of course. The show's, the show's been, been on 27, 27 years. years. 27 seasons, yes. 27 seasons. It's called Worst Cooks, and it's um, oh, in America. I, I thought, okay, I know they did a celebrity version oh, of no. Worst Cooks, where like oh. Tori Spelling was on it. So I thought you were with oh, celebrities, and no. you didn't remember who the celebrities were. No. That's why I'm like, I don't remember their names. But um, I actually did what I was supposed to do, and then I left, so I don't know who won. Mm. I don't know who won, but it smelled good. Smelled good. And they, they made us lunch. It was delicious. Okay. Oh, th- they made us lunch in the back. And I never, this was the most unbelievable BLT I ever had in my life. It was three and different cheeses. Was that what it was? Yeah. I don't know. It was really good. Let's get into um, what else is going on. You're also on Below Deck. Gary likes to call. Below track. <laughs> no, it's, it's a wrong time to make jokes. Well, did you funny. enjoy the experience? Or did it feel like work having to put the mic on? Because you've obviously been on. Did I put a mic on? Yes, you were mic'd. Only the Are you be- sure? only in the bedroom. Gary, you stop. No, you, no, I was mic'd in the bedroom, but you were not. There. Gary, Gary, were we mic'd the whole time? Absolutely. Of course, you have to be mic'd. I just got the um, the email because I'm like on the list of like, do I know anybody? Would I like to do oh, it? Oh, to do with uh, below deck? Yes, they're doing a new one in um, Saint Martin, and we, it's we'll do it with you. We have someone to be a host. I do not want to do it. Why? It was fun. It was fun. Um, I would do it if it was free, but it's it it's still it's still fifty thousand or fifty. Oh yes, our friends still paid for it. Yeah, and then you get someone then, to pay for it. You don't the have tip, to pay for it. So and it's very sh- and it's very short. I mean, it really is. It's literally four, five meals, five meals. That's it, and you're all gone. Five meals. It wasn't this was three or four nights? So you choose three. No, or it's four like nights. two nights. You have to be comfortable in a bathing suit, and I had absolutely no problem. Yes, <laughs> walking around. Everyone else had a problem. Gary yeah. was fine. He he loves himself. Like, I think very it's, much. you know that's the thing about reality TV, though. It's like, and any kind of TV, like you look at yourself in the mirror, and you're like, okay, I look pretty good in this, you know, bikini. But then from the side, from the back, like all of that. Yeah, it's, it's it was rough. But um, we went to Granada. Uh, I guess they said that now. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite place I've been to in the Caribbean, to be okay. honest. Of course, I did not experience the island, to be fair. I literally yeah. got off the island, stayed in a hotel, came to um, – Kate got on the boat. Um, I can't say much about it yet because I don't want to get in trouble. But uh, I'll say that we were hosted by our friends. Um, we had a great time. I'm glad I did it. But it is only five meals. I mean, literally counted. So you arrive on the boat for lunch. And you have lunch and dinner. The next day you have three meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And the next, and then the last day is breakfast. You're off the boat by 11 o'clock. It was only, you did only two nights. It's two nights. So three what they, day, but they called three days, but it's two nights. They, what they were offering um, was three or four nights. So it's like, you know. Maybe Mediterranean. Minimum 50. Yeah, it's like 50 grand plus tip. Yeah. yeah. For it a, is. Actually, yeah, so it was like seventy five thousand. Yeah, yeah, no, it which definitely isn't like is we really is really tip, though, listen. It's not that bad if you bring on three other couples, if you really wanted to, and everyone split it up. I mean, it's not that bad. But I'm just kind of like, what? I just think whenever, I just see how people talk about. Well, sometimes the they make fun of you. And it, I've yeah, seen they make, it, fun, they make of fun of you. And you're paying no, to and get the made fun of. And then the fans make fun of yeah, you. Yeah, I don't like so that. So I'm part. like, I don't know. I know. But we but for us, I mean, we had a good time because I've you know, I'm comfortable in front of cameras. Yes. Um, and who wouldn't want to go on a hundred and ninety foot? And was for the food three days. in your opinion amazing? 
I he probably said, I, I can't say anything, but can I come back on after the show why airs? Why did you just say if your your opinion was it wasn't because well, I think that's an impossible part, group part to of please. The show. Okay. Well, okay. Well, to that's be what fair, they want. They want an impossible group. Th- to well, please. this was really and impossible. She made it worse. No, no, okay. no, no. First of all, I gave two pages of recommendations, but my <laughs> girlfriend is vegan and she's allergic to and carbon. allergic to like a lot of carbon. Stuff. Yes, she's what? allergic to carbon. What are you talking about? She's she not is. allergic to carbon. Yeah, I don't even is. know what that means. Don't All listen right, to Gary. If you're going to do weird, dumb jokes, I'm going to ask you not to be part of it. Yeah, Gary. Because it's too confusing to the audience. It is, and I don't know why you do that. Carbon's an element that's in everything. So, so it's the- a joke for the chemists out there. I'm sorry, but I think they're all smart, juicy scoopers. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not that smart. I want to hear scooper, from you, but not that, because that's just like a confusing yeah, thing. Yeah, you confused me. Why are you saying that? Anyway, okay, my girlfriend what? has multiple allergies, multiple things, and, and her husband's a vegan, she's a vegan, a pescatarian. She, I mean, the guy had everything. Okay. So, you know, if he gave us water, then we could all, you know, eat it. So right. it was it was tough, but we had a great time. And that is where you told me that you told them the proper Diet Coke. And ever since you've told me that, it it's honestly been eye-opening, which is, as you know, Jill is a huge Diet Coke person. She does not drink alcohol. And she asked for Diet Coke, and it was always flat. And the key to a good Diet Coke is it has to already be cold in a fridge. That's right. And then poured over ice. Correct. It cannot be warm room temperature and then pulled over, poured over ice. And I just don't think enough people know that. And I... It's, I think you should educate them. Well, I just did. I know. That's what I'm saying. I think because you definitely Because you educated should. me. Yeah. It's true. Have you tried it since? Have you ever like paid attention with someone uh, poured a warm just soda? I yes. That's exactly what's happened to you. Okay. It well, has. ever since you said it, I said yes. Um, now, Jill, you are a Jewish mother and you wrote a book. Yes. Um, and I would like to just go through some people, some housewives, and get your advice as a Jewish mother as what they should do now in their career. Now, your girl, Ramona, she, you know, got in some trouble right before. Oh, Ramona can't help herself. I love her. But you do, do love her. I do love her. So do, do you think she's done with reality TV? She's got a real boyfriend. I think she should be done. I think for her, she's in a great place right now. She's really happy. She's got an amazing guy. And the last thing she needs is anything to go in between that. It's not about the money. You know what I mean? Right. It's not. It's not about money. So um, that's my advice. I, I and I told her that. I and did. you know, they did the ultimate girls trip without you. Yeah. Did anybody watch that? Was that like I didn't hear anyone talk about it I, at all? And I'm I, not being mean. I'm not saying you know this isn't like sour grapes. Please, don't I will take tell it that you exactly way. what I think. Okay. So when I first saw it, there were a couple episodes out, and I really. I'm gonna see. Hold on. No. Okay. <laughs> And I really, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I was like, oh, this is fun. It's beautiful to look at. It was kind of funny. And then as each week went on, it, I did kind of like, well, what was nice is they weren't, there wasn't that much drama or anything with it. So unlike other Housewives episodes where you're like, what's going to happen next? Oh my God, it's leading up to the wedding. It's leading up to this. There was there wasn't a that, reason to tune in again. Like yeah, so I do think people liked it that watched it, but I don't think it got a lot of buzz for that reason. And Can then I give also, you my opinion. Yes, please. I'm going to yes. give you my opinion, and this yes. is just my opinion. I know no facts. Okay, I don't know if I should say this or not, but I will. I th- and I told this to Ramona. Um, I think that the network, when they decided to do this show, it was a backup plan to whether 
the new cast of season 14 of The Real Housewives would make it or not. So that in case it didn't do well, they still had the oldies and the goodies to pull out of a hat and to have something, right? I think that it was a tough start for the girls to get in, to get the, into it. The new New York. The New York New York girls. But they totally got into it. They had the full support of the network, of Bravo, of NBC. They pulled out all the stops for them. They got them all the interviews. They put them on all the talk shows. They put them on the red carpet. They forced them to succeed. Whether they should or they shouldn't, they did. And, they, and it worked. And I think people like them. I like them. And I think that the show is, is going to succeed, even though it had a, a, a rough start. The last thing I think the network wants to do is to go backwards. And if they put the original cast back on air and promote them and put them on the talk shows and all that stuff, it's kind of like against what they just did, which was clean house and start fresh. But they were there as a backup plan. Also, the Morocco trip ended up becoming a hole in the schedule because they didn't know what to do. So they needed to plug that hole. So I think they put the show on in mid-December, which is the worst time of year to launch a show. For anyone in the inside industry knows that everything shuts down in Hollywood as far as talk shows at the beginning of September. Right, because they're all on holiday so it's break. Very, yeah. Right, fair, fair enough. So when you put a show, announce a show is going to start, whatever it was, December 15th, and the girls say, well, why aren't we on Kelly Clarkson? Oh, you would have been, but Kelly's closed. You would have been, but so-and-so's closed. You would have been, but so-and-so's closed. So they have a fair answer, and they didn't really promote it. They just didn't. I mean, I didn't see it promoted anyway. I didn't see the girls being... They, why weren't they on the Today Show? Like, if they really wanted to promote the show, the easiest place to put them is on the Today Show. So I didn't see the girls promoted anywhere except doing their own. And I think that was a deliberate... I'm My own opinion. I think it was, And I don't think it was a bad idea. I think that if you want the girls on New York to succeed the new ones, you can't keep bringing back the old ones. It's confusing to the audience. And if you ask me, I would say under other circumstances, they would have another season of The Legacy because I think it was probably a great show. I think they won't do it if they want to continue with this new cast. I think that it would be against... Like you can't, you know, yeah, pick I your do, lane. I, I that's my opinion. Yeah, what do you I think? I think you're right. I think there was a chance of like, oh, maybe we'll bring back a couple of them to mix in. And I know at BravoCon, I can't remember someone s- said this, but they noticed it and I realized it too, that the biggest, like the the biggest hype and the, the most people coming for meet and greets and all mm-hmm. that was with the new New York there girls. There you go. Because these fans... Probably have gone to previous BravoCons too, and yes. they probably have their photos with well the new all shiny object, people. absolutely. Yes. And the girls are beautiful, and they're. I think that they're today. I think the girls that they cast are today. Like I remember being on the show in the beginning, like I didn't dress well, I didn't do makeup how well. I, pro- you, I would not now, be cast how old today. Were you when you got cast, you were like 40, 40. Yeah. 44. Um, older than they are, for sure. But also, I wasn't like a fashionista, and there were no influencers back then. It was just a different day. Right. I don't think I would get cast today in 2023 if I was 44. It's not my... I don't think so. I mean, I'm glad the evolution of the show is successful because of the start of where it was and where it is now. But where it is now is I think the girls are fabulous. I think they're stylish. I think they're, they've got their own tune. And I think it takes a minute to like get everybody into it. And I think they're into it. And I think they want to see more of them. But you can't keep bringing back the old girls and promote the new ones at the same time. I think it's confusing. And that's what I would think in this private room in Bravo. They said, we're happy that the girls are working. Let's just get this show out and be done with it. You know, like get the- Well, get, they also- Okay. The ultimate girls in trip, their def- in, and go away. In your theory, though, 
they they were not scheduled to go at that time. It was supposed to be That's Morocco right. first. But not in December. I don't think so. I don't know. But it was supposed to be Morocco yeah, first. Now, with the latest lawsuit of Caroline Manzo suing Bravo. Yeah, let's talk about that. Most people, myself included, I unfortunately don't think we will ever see the Morocco trip. There's no footage of this incident. Or, no, there or, is footage. Then why wouldn't they just cut it out and air the rest of the show? Like, why because can't now we watch- there's a lawsuit. Now there's a lawsuit, so... So there's no damages if it doesn't air, right? What are her damages if it doesn't air? Her damages are to herself that oh, it I happened. See. Right, so, right, right. Okay, um, all right. If it my happened. My thought is she, does, she never, Caroline does not want this to air. Any of it. Not necessarily just this part, but maybe something that she talked about earlier on during the vacation. She just doesn't want it out there. And this is kind of the easiest way to do it, yeah. to just be like, all yeah. right, Here's your money, because otherwise, then we're going to get into you're going to be disposed. You know, all the housewives are going to have depositions. You think they're going to settle with her? You think yes. they're going to give her the money? Versus, like, I don't know what she's asking for, though. I don't know either. All right, let's get into traders. It's gotten so juicy. Okay, so Parvati and Phaedra, the two traders decide to kill Bergie. That's right. Oh, Bergalicious, as Phaedra would say. She's a very good actress. Um, he gets murdered, and they decide to do that because they feel Peter's really the one that's after them, definitely after Parvati, and he seems to be the leader of the faithful. So Bergie kind of seemed to be his right-hand guy, his closest friend, so they decide to murder him. So... They're all at breakfast. They realize Bergie's been killed. And Trishel starts to suspect that it's Phaedra. And she's like, I've been taking notes about this for a lot, a lot of reasons. And she starts telling people, and her reasons are good. She's like, she's never that scared at breakfast. Um, or she's never that surprised at breakfast. And she's never that scared for herself during the round table, which would tell you that she's a traitor. And she, when we question anything about her or anybody she has this eye twitch and kevin is like yeah i've noticed the eye twitch too so but they're they're all like mm, i don't know you know and um kate chastain is like i, I don't that's weird I don't, I don't think that's a good reason so now they go out to do this mission and this mission was real gross they go to this cabin and they have to go through these tunnels, which would be very hard to do if you're claustrophobic. And the people that are left in the cabin, while the people go through the tunnels to find the money, they torture them with like bugs and maggots on them. And a bunch of the girls are just like, I'm out. Kate Chastain quits. Uh, Phaedra quits. Sheree quits. And they're just like, we can't take it. And... So they lose some money for that, which is not a great sign to the rest of the group. But they're like, I don't care. This is so gross. Meanwhile, Trishel is with the guys. They find the money and, you know, CT gets a bunch of money. They come out of the, the, the tunnel with the gold. And Trishel has, finds a shield. But they all decide while they're in the tunnel with Peter, don't tell who won the shield. So they don't. And now we come to the round table and it really comes down to, is it Parvati or is it Phaedra? And 
They bring up her eye twitch, and Phaedra's like, what? I have never heard of anybody saying that I had an eye twitch. And they're like, well, you do. But there's been more reason to think that it was Parvati. Now, Parvati had met with John prior and, like, cried and was crying and was like, I just really feel like maybe I've put up walls and that's, and now people think I'm a traitor, but I'm not. And for really good, pretty good acting. And she's like, oh, I could be a good actress. But when it comes down to it, it was very close and Parvati gets all the votes and they kick her out. But now it's real juicy because it's just Phaedra left. But she turns around and she goes, I was a traitor. So they're like, oh my God, great. But now Phaedra has a real target on her back because it was really between the two of them. And so, you know, Phaedra's confidence and they're like, Phaedra's the smartest. She's a lawyer. She's, again, not ever like really nervous about anything. She always is just eating her food and never acts surprised when people walk through at breakfast. So Alan Cummings comes and is like, Phaedra, you can invite someone to join you as a trader. And she says, okay, I'm going to have Kate Chastain because she's played the game before. She was on season one and they have a real friendship being in the Bravo world. She also has a real friendship with Sheree um, and Sheree had saved her earlier in the other episodes. So now I am kind of seeing that there might be a bit of a like a Bravo alliance that I never really thought would matter, but it has gotten so good and I just hope nothing happens to Phaedra because she is just TV gold. Anyway, it's on Peacock. You can only watch it there. And new episodes every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Um. But, but this, let me tell you something that's yeah. interesting that I found out from a lawyer that I did not know. The law changed in 2022 or 2023, where most contracts um, with reality stars or whatever, it says arbitration. All of them do, not most, right. all of them, arbitration clause. And arbitration is private. So if I have a complaint. We try to figure it out. It's arbitration, yeah. and I can't no. talk about it because it right. says in my contract, it's confidential. I don't know the wording, but it's a confidential arbitration. Right. In 2022, the law changed, and there's an exclusion that you can't waive, that that doesn't waive, which is sexual assault, assault, anything criminal. So anything criminal now cannot be hidden under arbitration. And what happens is all the evidence 
that comes out during a public thing can be used in other places. So the networks definitely don't want to go to trial with any of these because then all the evidence, because when you do a, um, when you have an arbitration, any evidence that comes in is all private. You can't use it anywhere else. It's all, what's the word? You know, it's all hidden. Um, Now you can't hide this thing. And I think that's what the networks are suffering now. All these things that would were hidden. You know, like when they had the whole thing with the um, sexual things with the network executives on Fox. I forgot who it was. And all that was, you know, over years and years secret until it wasn't. You know what I mean? So these things have happened over the years for sure. We just don't know about it. But when it's sexual assault now, now they have to talk. Now it's public. And that's that's the power that the stars have. And look what happened on my Ultimate Girls trip. The butler is also suing the network. Because he felt... Oh, and I just realized, and Brandy's involved in that too. Yeah, I feel so bad. I really do feel bad for her because honestly, she was a character, like I'm a character, and they know who she is, and they cast her. So wait, that was your... So let's talk about that. So the Dorinda... Show you I was on at that. Dorinda's, mm-hmm. and you were there. Yes, I was. And the, what that guy is suing for is that you, you had a party outside. Yeah, at party night. outside, and um, his sh- and Brandy ripped on on the show. It says you know ripped his shirt off or tore his shirt, and we were all having a good time. The way I remember it, um, I had a great time. I remember him having a great time. I, I'm not in his body. I don't know what he felt. You know right. what I mean? So I can't speak for him. But from what I witnessed. Um, Producers were there. Everybody was there. Um, and I didn't see any aftermath after. And I think, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't have the inside scoop. But I do feel bad for Brandy because I think that she was cast. They know who she is. They bring it on. The producers definitely talk to her. She doesn't do things without telling them. You know, that you know, you've been on shows. There's a yeah. collaboration. There's no. There's usually no surprises. And also, if you're not doing something right, a producer will call you out and pull you out of a scene. You know, pull you out and, and try to break it, whatever it is. So um, I think she's kind of, you know, hanging out there and it's not right. It's just not. That's how I feel as a sister wife. You know, I do. I feel her pain. And what is your advice to Brandy then? If you're, what's your advice to Brandy right now with this That's a good Caroline question. Manzo lawsuit, though she's not named in it. And um, so the que- so these are reputation, the two choices. basically right. she feels that she'll never work again. Her reputation is ruined. You know, there's two things, shut up or fight back. I said Those to Carlos when we talked about it, I said, you know, that would be the thing that would maybe you, you know, go into a program, prove that you really are giving up drinking. You've really given up for 30 days, 60 days. You're sober. That's your life. Because unlike a lot of housewives, Brandy is funny and witty, sober. You oh, know, she doesn't, but she does enjoy even her cocktails. More fun, actually, but she she's does actually more enjoy fun. her cocktails. So I don't know if she's there yet. I don't know if that's something that she wants to do. If she feels the need to do, but I think that would maybe help get her on some other things. But I still think Bravo will be would be really gun shy. But they, I say Bravo is never say never. Like I still no, they think- No, they put her on, they put her they, on that they show. They bring her um, back. They brought her back right after the Ultimate Girls trip on Traders. Right. So they right away put her back on TV. Even Well, I don't know if any of the other stuff had come up yet, but-, but um, So what is your advice then to her? <sighs> you know, I got you got to stick up for yourself. I think she's trying to do now that. Now she is. She was quiet for a long time because I think she was hoping if she kept quiet that the network would protect her, help her. And I think she's realizing that no one's helping her and that she's out there by herself and that she's going to have to just defend herself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know that the girls have backed her. I know that the girls on the trip 
who she's friends with, uh, Gretchen and Phaedra, they've all backed her story, whatever that story is. I know because I've spoken to some. They said that they totally support Brandy and they were there and witnesses. um, Meaning that. (sighs) With that whole thing with Caroline. It was like not. They they have a different point of view of than Caroline. They're defending they're defending her. Yeah, that from what I you know from what I was told. But listen, I wasn't nobody was I I wasn't there. I can't see it. Yeah. You know, um, it's a mess. You know what? It affects the whole franchise, and I think it affects um, being on reality shows. And I don't think that I think I think that the limits have changed, um, and they're going to change going forward. And it's kind of going to ruin what people love about the show. Yeah. You know. What do you think about um, Leah? Leah. Leah from New York. What happened with her? She's suing also. She's suing also. She her lawsuit is that her lawsuit is under the American Disabilities Act. What was a disability? I think she said she's bipolar. Is that a dis- I, I don't know. Is that a disability? I mean, a I guess illness? I don't know what's going on with it. She's another one that I think. Kind of realized, I, you know, I'm done with it and I'm not going back. She now went to OnlyFans and she said, I made more on OnlyFans what? than I did. Yeah, she's on OnlyFans. Are you kidding me? No. And she has a daughter? Oh, my God. A lot of OnlyFans people have kids. I guess so. I'll do my feet. I would do feet. I'm going to do OnlyFans feet. I'm just teasing. Your sister's doing it. My sister. <laughs> um, listen, I'm not judging anybody. Uh, I think that Leah would not have done that if they had taken her back. I think she was very upset that they did not take her back. I know that she made a campaign for to come back, um, and they did come back and join the young group. The young, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that if they had taken her back, there wouldn't be a lawsuit. I wonder if they would have. Maybe. Not. I wonder if part of it was not necessarily about her, but being that if they if they brought her back for the young group. Then she would be the only returning person. And would that be putting too much on her as like a star? Well, like, they I didn't don't do it for it whatever was, reason. Yeah, I don't really think it was about her. I think it was like, listen, you were fine. You weren't the greatest housewife. You weren't, you know, a I think Jill's even I, I think even if she was the greatest housewife, it didn't matter. They wanted a fresh start. That's what period. I'm saying. It didn't matter. I'm she saying, could have been the biggest and the best and the funniest. Um, I just think that. That she did this because sour grapes. I yes. do. I don't but think I she would have done like it. If it was she had just gotten back. Timing. Like I just don't think. But I don't. I don't think she fit the mold either. Like she wasn't married. She wasn't rich. They. It was fun when she was. You know, it was crazy Naked, when she was wa- wasted. Then we want them to get sober. They get sober. Then she goes on a. You know, converting to Judaism and people didn't find that interesting. Sorry. Well, uh, can we go it's back to the a, OnlyFans? What is she doing on OnlyFans? Is she like just? I think like, it's the normal like nude and then corresponding with the people. Like, like that's how you make the money, I guess. Is like you'll wow. start to correspond with someone and and you know you say, seem oh, interested in this for five hundred dollars or whatever for a hundred dollars I'll do this whatever. I have a little FOMO. <laughs> Um, I mean, the truth is, I think she does need an income. Absolutely. I think no shame in that game. She's a mom. She so has to support a family. she's kind of like, whatever. She kind of said, this is, I feel more respected being in charge of my own thing than me running around naked, drunk. They're going to have, a, a, housewife, they're gonna have for- a housewife's channel soon on OnlyFans. <laughs> right? There's quite a few. Denise Richards has one. I don't know who else does. What's your advice to Denise Richards? Being that she went on Beverly Hills Housewives, um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and arrived pretty intoxicated. I didn't watch the episode. Oh, well, she got very intoxicated, and then she got very upset 
with um with um Erica Jane. About what? It was so lame. It was literally like she picked I don't a think fight? she really had anything to, to talk about. So she picked a fight. So she picked a fight from four years ago when they were having a dinner party <sighs> and Erica Jane was like, Who hasn't had a threesome? I've had a threesome. And then, you know, Denise was like, My kids are here. And then oh, now all of a sudden she's a prude, but yeah, she's but, got an OnlyFans. No, but account. one of those kids has now an OnlyFans only account. Yeah, that's so a little I, bit too much. I mean, much. Do you really think that Seriously. Erica Jane is not going to bring that up? So then Erica Jane goes, "Let me ask you something. Who's more profitable on OnlyFans, you or Sammy?" What'd she say? Like, you're disgusting. You're disgusting. And I'm she like, didn't answer the question. I no. Know. She goes, "You're disgusting. You're awful." And then Erica Jane's like, "Really?" You think you're going to come at me and I'm just going to sit here? Like, who do you think you're dealing with? She came off pretty well, Erica. Erica. Yeah. Erica's, I think from what I've seen, Erica's doing great. I mean, that's a girl who really came from all the way down yeah. and had to crawl her way back up. And she did an amazing job. She did. Yeah. Whether you like her or you don't like her, she did redeem herself, I think, in a lot of eyes. Yes. And then I guess there's some, you know, she went and met the victims and all that. And yeah, I think, look. All, she's not walking away with any money from being married for 20 years either. Nothing. I mean, unless she, but I do kind of wonder like, where is the money? That $2 million Chagall painting. Oh, is there a missing painting? I don't know if it's missing. I don't know. But like, if shit was going down with your husband. Yeah. And there's jewelry and stuff. Wouldn't you be yeah. grabbing it and Absolutely. putting it like in your mother's safe and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I would. I mean, that's the truth. Of course I would. Yeah. I mean, you know you're not going to keep, you know you're not going to get any real estate out of it. Yeah. So what, and then part of that was the but, earrings. But you, know, you got to know me. Like if this happened to me, which I never, it never would, I would have given all my Birkin bags and everything to the victims. I mean, that's me. Well, so, yeah, I, I, mean, I can't even relate to that, but I'm saying that I can, I could see that for sure. You know, well, that mindset. I, I interviewed, um. Nadine, who's now a psychologist, but she was married to the real I know who Wolf she is. Wall Street. Yes, and she said, "Yeah, at, when it happened, she was like, here's take everything.' everything. Yeah, it's just a different personality. Because, yeah, also I don't want to get in trouble, and I'll make my own money and I'll move on myself. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know that she didn't do that either. I don't know. No, we don't. I know. don't know. Don't like, know. but she still does seem to have like. But I you think know, she's grown. I a think lot Eric, of clothes you- and shoes and stuff. But that. And hair and makeup, but I think that she's I think grown. Be a, but the reason the earrings, so the whole thing with these $750,000 yeah. earrings, it, it's a very confusing thing. But they said those were bought with um, money that was meant for the victims in the escrow account. Okay. And so they took the earrings back. But then I guess her people tried to say. They appealed, um, right? They appealed, and then they were like, well, those particular victims are not coming forward and saying, like, the trust is saying that should be ours because it was taken. But the victims of that particular case crime, they're not demanding that they, like, they don't have the evidence that the earrings were taken out of their account. So therefore, they're like... They, they gave them back? Yeah, therefore, like, that's that's what she won. She did win. So she did win that. Because those people are not fighting it or they're not present. And so you know they can't what? just keep going to the trust. We all have to face our maker one day. Yeah. You know, we all have to face our maker Heather, one day. M- may I say you have beautiful earrings on today? Thank you. Thank you. I wear <laughs> I wear these earrings like 
a um, where could we get those? Like a badge of honor. Like I went through war. I was horribly but, betrayed. I these. I was told these earrings were ten thousand dollars. Jill has earrings like that. And that are. they're not. They're forty two dollars on Revolve. It's, so I got them look, and I wear them because I liked them when I borrowed great. them and I always liked them. They look good on you. I always them. liked them and um. You'd you know. wear them, Rachel. Hey, by the way, I, I'm going to switch subjects for a second. Yeah. How are those rugs doing in uh, Palm Springs? <laughs> Palm Desert? I love the rugs. I have uh, a rug, two of the rugs, um, one one in my guest room, my, my casita, and then one in the um, the room where I sometimes do the office, but there's also beds there. And they're great. And we they, haven't, well, we haven't had any stains to pick up. I know. I'm kind of disappointed. Can someone please spill some wine? No, do you know Gary did a video? In, it could be your I saw anything, the video anything. of the red wine. Did you wine? see Gary spit yeah. the red wine all over and it came all up? So are, they are totally what about stain egg? proof. Would an egg come out? Okay, Gary cracked an egg on my head. I saw that. That's terrible, Gary. How I got ninety-nine percent positive comments. No, you didn't. Yeah, you make up the number. That's so, not true. It so, was so funny. Oh. She's like doing her makeup or yeah. something, and then he's like, "Do you want eggs?" And she's like, "Yes, I do." And then he just cracked it. <laughs> it was and supposed I to go that in was a bowl. So funny, you. but he yeah. got it in my hair. No, so it was staged. So it was staged. Yeah, because so but she Liz, didn't know. No, sure she did. Liz tested it on know. me first okay. to Do make you sure it him? didn't you, hurt. How could you believe anything that it's, comes no, out of his mouth? It's a TikTok trend. Parents cracking eggs in the kitchen on their children's heads. Which people thought was horrible. It was horrible. So why yes. would you do that to me? Because when Liz cracked the egg, egg on my head, it Who was- is Liz? My assistant. It okay. was such a satisfying sensation for her <laughs> and for myself. <laughs> and such until a mental you case. do it, it's like ASMR. When you crack, when you have an egg crack, that's crack. like that sound where people go like, ah, oh. yeah, yeah. It was just so. How do you so know th- what that is? Because I, everyone what? knows what that is. Everyone knows what that is. Oh my yes. god, where do I live? You in have rock? to read up. Um, we went to college. Anyway, so anyway, so so about that, I have something else I want to tell you that's Sorry, very it was cool. Fantastic. Listen, I talk a lot of juicy scoop. Sometimes people are like, Heather, your loose lips have sunk some ships and you were the captain. I hear you, but sometimes I just got to share it. And I know sometimes you hear something on this show and you want to get on the phone and share with your besties. Well, right now, the best deal in wireless is at Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text plus data for $15 a month. And at Mint, families start at just two lines. I love this because there's no complicated or hidden fees. I have a plan with my mother-in-law and my college kids, and it all is so easy. Also, switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash juicy scoop. That's mintmobile.com slash juicy scoop. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash juicy scoop. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I love that the trend in clothing now is about like unbothered luxury. Well, that is why you need to check out Quince. It is a game changer. I now have a wardrobe of luxury essentials that a transition from one occasion to the next. I look like a classy lady and I stay on budget. There are 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Are you kidding me? Also, I love their organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops that look good on everybody. And now they have timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I love their cashmere. It is so soft and the quality is amazing. The gray one that I've had for years still looks brand new. 
but I've added different colors to them this season because who doesn't love fabulous cashmere? Also, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash juicy for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash juicy to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash juicy. Have you heard about you know what artificial intelligence is, right? Um, so there's a company called no, Delphi. I don't. No, 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 AI. no, no, no. Obviously AI. <laughs> so there's a company AI. called Delphi, whatever. Yeah. They did an AI Jill Zarin. And I gave them my book and they scanned the whole thing in. So you can t- I can show it to you. You can talk to me. You can speak and I can speak back. Like you could be like, what's your advice for dating? And it pulls all these things that I've said over the last 20 years on the internet, written my book. It actually gives better advice than I would now because it pulls things that I forgot I said. But wait a minute. That doesn't make you nervous? You don't own it? Or they own it? No, no. I own it. I own my IP. It's a terrible idea. I talked to the AI Jill Zarin. The AI Jill Zarin does not like you. (laughs) Shut up, Gary. I said, what do you think of Jill Zarin? She went, "Mm." (laughs) Next question. I I had somebody look like did it and asked it a question, what I would say just written out, not my voice. And it wasn't, it was it was not at my level at all. But Mine was what's pretty scary good. about the AI is that it does get more intelligent. It does, it Like learns. even the uh, Tesla, so Peter will put the Tesla on self-driving. Oh yeah, yeah. And learns. it improved. Absolutely. It totally right. improved. It got smarter and smarter. It used to be a little jerky. Yeah. And now it's not. Right. So, so do you want to hear it? Should I, should I hear it? Yeah, you can do you want to do it? Wait, it has the voice and everything? Sure, yeah, let's voice. see it. Let's, yeah. Okay, so you asked me a question. All right, I'm going to put okay. it on. Hold on, wait, wait, I got to get it on. Sign in with Google. I'll do a real um, easy one. Connecting. Okay. Allow. Jill, what is a great gift for my mother-in-law? It's thinking. Finding the perfect gift for your mother-in-law can be quite the task, but it's all about thoughtfulness. A beautiful scented device like Pura, which diffuses lovely fragrances throughout the home, could create a serene environment she'll adore. It's both practical and indulgent. And with the right scent, it can make her think of you fondly every time she uses it. It's not really a good one. It's not that great. And also, hey, dummy, what about Jill and Allie candles? Yeah, dummy. Wow, wow. Jill and Allie have their own Seriously, line of yeah. candles. Yeah, right. you dummy. I got to talk. You know what? You're right. I got to <laughs> talk like to you. Doesn't like you either. You don't candles. like her either. <laughs> she has a little bit of a British twang, but it will get it's smarter. A little, it's a little fast and sharp, a little but sharp. it's pretty good. But it's I mean, pretty, I mean, it's in its infancy. But imagine that. Yeah, how like, much when does that I'm cost? Gone, well, nothing. I mean, oh. they're, they're doing it for celebrities and whatever. They want to load it, and then they want to – I don't know how they want to – I think they want to eventually monetize it by saying, well, people, if they can't get to you, they can ask your AI, and for $5, you can ask you anything. And honestly, right? And honestly, the answer is probably better than I would say live because it gives me things that I forgot that I've said years ago, which is kind of mm. weird. But I think of it as when I have – you know, when I'm gone off this planet – my great-great-grandchildren will be able to ask me questions, and it'll be a lot smarter, and it'll be really my voice. And they'll say, why did she well, have a British accent? my great-grandchildren can just listen to the thousand episodes of Juicy Scoop. Actually, and I they think it's like, watch I think it's like 700. TV. They could subscribe. Why, why wouldn't they just be watching you the thousand hours of you've been on Real Housewives and other shows? Why do they that's have true. to go ask this dumb little thing? Okay. Um, that that's actually not a bad point. But by the way, I listen to you on Am. I, I'm in the kitchen, and I'll go, hey, Alexa, play 
uh, Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald and latest episode, and then it'll say latest episode seven hundred and nine season one episode seven hundred and ninety four. I'm like, I think we need a season two. Yeah, well, I've never taken a break, so I never made I know. seasons. Isn't that crazy though? I can tell you how many episodes exactly on Alexa. I love it. Um, what? Okay, let's move on to other advice. What is your what are you watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? You're not. Really. I'm not. I really need to watch it. Okay. What about um you know what's going on with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? It was the best episode of television on reality TV that I have ever witnessed in when, my life. When Heather I woke served up at her. four in the morning. My I woke up to go to the bathroom. I see my phone blowing up about this this episode. I literally turned the TV on at four in the morning to watch it. I called everybody to turn that show on to watch it. Not at four in the morning, but like when I got up. The Heather Gay performance. Oh, my God. She was unbelievable. And how she's just so quick. You know, Heather's yeah. gotten better. Yeah. But, uh, well, we all get better, right? But she's gotten well, she's so grown. good. she's grown. I mean, she, like, we're friends and she's, you know, this this has been a huge growth for her. Not only has she, you know, become famous, written a book, been on TV, but now she's, you know, further from her divorce. She's left the church. And she's a different housewife than she was. When she started. Season one or two when she was. You know, not as comfortable now. She's better looking. I mean, she's got more businesses going. Do you think she's going. still grounded? Like I always said to my, I think for myself, maybe I'm wrong, but I think I've always still been grounded. Like I'm always, I'm still me. Well, season one. I mean, I'm still the same person. Has she changed? I don't know. I mean, I, I ran I ran into her. We've talked a little bit. I really like her. And I think so what she should have, she should change. Like you become that famous and you have these this amazing moment on TV that's like iconic forever. Yeah, you you shouldn't be expected to be the exact same person. I hopefully you'll always be gracious and nice. I've never heard that she's rude to people at restaurants or anything. So like like some of the housewives yeah, I know. Like I mean I think she's still a really nice caring yeah, person. I think but she like was let great. her enjoy it. Like let her enjoy that she had this amazing moment situation. Yeah. Yeah. And if she planned it out a little bit Fine. She was still passionate in what she was saying. Oh my God. It was so well spoken and well thought. It was just, it was just receipt. But you know what I have to give credit to, really give credit to, is the production company. Because what people don't pay attention to, and I did, was the production value. Um, it They stepped up, this production company was the one who did New York, stepped up their game so, like 25 times from when I remember working with them. Even Ultimate Girls Trip that I was on two years ago, not even close to what um, Salt Lake City had. They had the music. When she went like this, it was boom with the microphone, boom with the microphone. If you didn't have all those sound effects, it would not have been as impactful. Yeah. If you go back and watch and pay attention to what I just said, when you hear all the sound effects of everything. No, it's chills. And take it out. Chills. Right. No, and take it out. It's like, ah, okay. So I think that um, they did the bet. They should get an Emmy for the editing of oh, that definitely. episode. That I think the production company should. I do. Um Speaking of Morocco, um, you did go to Morocco, right? On oh, a Real Housewives. I went to Morocco season four. I had the best time. Did you love it? Have you ever been back since? I have not been back since. Um, I would go back. We were invited to a wedding there a couple years ago. Well, was Morocco the one where you went to the psychic? Oh, and yes. And the psychic said. Oh, yes. To Ramona, what did the psychic say? That she's not going to be in this marriage anymore. That this marriage is over. That and no, that she said enough- exactly that. Your man is thinking of another woman, and Ramona said, 
you know, thought quick. I have to give her credit. She thought quick on her feet. And she says, of course, he's talking about our daughter. The psychics that Mario's thinking of our daughter. And of course, we're all laughing going, no, Mario's not thinking of your daughter. Mario, and at the time, Mario was with another woman. Now that we, now were we know you, that. But at that time, were you at all suspicious? Or do you just think this is just like a dumb psychic? Who cares? No, I was totally suspicious. Not that he had another woman, but that their marriage was in trouble. Just uh, just as someone who observed yes. it, that yes. it was off. Yes, absolutely. And I think that was part of the reason why Ramona was so angry and mean, because she was very unhappy. And I think the reason why she and I are in such a good place now is because she's happy. Yeah. Her boyfriend's like a 10 out of 10. Yeah, he's a great guy. Oh, really? Like, yeah. That's unbelievable. He's a great, great guy. Looking, and she's a great girl now. Like, nice, she's not, and she'll funny, tell you she's everything. changed. She's evolved. You know, we all evolve, right? Yeah. yeah. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember... I read her book, The Ramona Roller Coaster, the, whatever it is. I'm scared the Ramona to know Coaster. What she wrote about me. I don't really remember stuff. I just remember the part I found interesting was about the husband and how, you know, how she, um, I mean, who knows? It, like, I kind of wonder, like, would they have broken up had she not been on the show? And he liked the show and everything, but then there was times that they would have spend this time apart. This is what I do know. I know that Mario suffered from depression, uh huh, and you know sought counsel or whatever therapy or whatever he did. Uh, I think that was part of the problem on him for him. You know, uh, I do think that, and I said this by the way, and you can look it up in in a magazine. I said two years ago that Kyle and Mauricio. I said if they continue to stay on the show, I'm worried about their marriage, and I got so much heat for saying that. And of course, I apologize to Carl saying, I'm not wishing you, I'm not saying he is, I'm just telling you from my experience with Bobby, after four seasons, I felt the pressure on the marriage. It's not good. It's They're not on good. the show 13 years. Now, tell me how you felt the pressure um, with Bobby, because it was- Because my life was all consuming about talking about housewives 24 hours a day, including talking to you, talking to the girls, talking to my mother, my sister, anybody would listen, talking about what happened yesterday, what's happening today, what's going to happen tomorrow, are we going to be asked back? Like whatever it was, we were talking about housewives instead of talking about what are we doing for dinner? You know, what trip are we going to do? You know, who can we help? Just anything other than housewives. It consumes and you. It does. It consumes. And so- when did he ever say anything? Did he ever sit you down or like were you no, fighting or what was him. going on? It wasn't on it wasn't on Bobby. I saw it. I just saw it. I just saw that he was losing his patience more. Bobby never lost his patience. I felt that he was losing his patience a little his tolerance for it a yeah. little bit. I did. I saw the crack Suzanne and that's Miller when I knew I had to get off. The show was very bad for you. It was very bad for me. Her you best, know that. One of her best. You yeah. know me, you know, and it took me a while but to I get knew un you unwrapped. as a housewife first. That's true, but now you know me not. Well, and that's why in the in the years, in the last few years, when there's been possibility, would you come back? Would Gary be part of it? Um, you know, and you 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 wanted it, and I was like, No, I'd rather see her on the oh, Miller God. Report you or on Jersey and my School. Parents and my Wait. sister, everybody she wanted said it. She wanted that I wanted it. to Jill? come back. She yeah. couldn't not resist. True. She Jill. couldn't resist. Go ahead. There, I know you went back and forth, but I remember being at the Bravo Con. Correct. We went to some some. 
got some food at something. Okay. And there was some head of the Bravo lady. Yes. And you're like, wouldn't you like to see a wedding? Like with I Gary and I. Well, I don't you know, remember, I remember she, everything. I know you do, but Jill I don't remember knew that. It you was were dropping, bad for her. just a dropping a thing. No, she knew like, it was. Like if I was to come back you know on the show, I might get married. I might have said that something would be like exciting. that because, um, yeah. because nobody likes to be rejected, right? Yeah. So I guess the there was a part of me that wanted them to want me to come back because I felt rejected. So right. yes, but I do know that I said I wouldn't come back. And she and did I stuck say to no. It. And I said no. Said I no. said no to coming back as a full time. Yeah. And you could say, well, if they paid you the money, you money would have. Would you have? Probably. Knowing it's bad for me, I still would have done it. But there was times when we would have conversations, and I was like, I just do and I not told you I would do it. And it's I know, and I told you, Gary. How many times did I tell you? She knows everything about it. How many times did I tell you I won't go back on that show? I know, but there were times that you were considering it. Of course, there were times over the last 10 years I considered it. I never thought it was a good idea. In the last three years, it was definitely, there's no way I could ever go back on the show. You wanted to be asked. I wanted to be asked so I could say no, sure. Sure, I did. I wanted to be asked. I'm glad you weren't asked because I think you were. I was asked, and I said no. Well, yeah. you were asked for which ultimate. thing? I was asked to come oh, back for okay. Ultimate Girls no, Trip. Not no, not the Ultimate no, no. Girls Trip. They wanted to do a legacy, legacy show. Do you remember that? Oh, that's right. And I turned it down. Wait, remind me and of that. And then I got accused. Okay, so they asked me to come back to do Legacy, and it wasn't so favorite have nations. Two New York cast Correct. at the same time. Going. Filming for three months, starting in February <laughs> a year ago, maybe okay. two years mm-hmm. ago. And um, I said it had to be favorite nations. They offered me very little money. And I said, I wouldn't even consider it if it wasn't the same money for everyone. And they said no. So I said no. And then somebody, and it wasn't me, put out a rumor that I was asking for a million dollars an episode, which is actually ridiculous, right? Right. I mean, seriously, do you think I asked for that? I mean, stupid. But they put that out there. They did. Because they wanted to, like, turn it on me. You know, like, they wanted to make me look bad. Like a fake news thing, Yeah, they did a fake news thing. And you know what? They did make me look bad because everybody was mad at me for not coming back. No, there was a kernel of truth. Yes. Like, you ruined it for us. Right. Exactly. They put that out there, and I kept my mouth shut, and I kept my mouth shut. Like, you think you're Jennifer Aniston. Exactly. But there was a kernel of truth because- because friends did have a favored nations right. clause. Yes. And Jill wanted that type of clause, but not at a million. That's right. It was right. like $978,000 an episode. <laughs> yeah, because it's very close. Anyway, yeah, my point close. was everybody else agreed, including Andy, who said that it was not a nice amount of money that they offered me and that I should sit tight. Okay. And I did sit tight. And then I realized I just can't go back on the show. And I turned it down flat. And I said I wouldn't go back. Um... And at, there was a point in there where I said, you know, it shouldn't even be like this. It should be an ultimate girls trip. It should be a week because we all live in different places. We're in different lives. How right. can you film four months? Just pick us up 15 years later. It doesn't even make sense. And so they took my advice, but then they wanted to punish me by not inviting me back on ultimate girls trip. I wouldn't have done it anyway. So they did. But they did not invite me back on ultimate girls trip oh, because that I way thought- they could say, well, we didn't, you know, we fired her again. We didn't invite her back again. They I couldn't stand they that I said no. invite you to ultimate girls trip. Too, but that wasn't going to be favored nations either. No, that was favored nations, and that was a lot oh, of money. I remember a lot yeah. of money. I heard two fifty. Yes, around there. So yeah. I remember it differently. I'm not joking around, oh but goodness, I remember. Scary. If, okay, if, go ahead. All right. Mind, okay. okay, all right. So, someone from Bravo was speaking very honestly with Jill, and what what he said is that there are only so many tools in the toolkit when it comes to putting together a cast of New York Housewives. And because Jill was outspoken about something that's true, that's very um, 
that someone didn't appreciate, they had to choose, like a group that stay quiet and or friends or her or her. About. Yes, that's I what no happened. I have no idea what you're talking about. I well, really don't. We were coming back from Fire Island, and in the car they that. talked, and he was kind of apologizing, saying, "Listen, I can't do a whole cast of people who are all friendly and who, and you spoke out about that issue with that person." I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't know. So maybe it's confusing about. what I'm saying. But. Yeah, very confusing. All right. The point is, they did invite me back to the party. I turned it down. Then they didn't invite me back to the second party, and I wouldn't have gone anyway. And what's happened is, and some people know, some people don't, but I have a couple of television shows coming right now. So, so um, what can you I share done, about right, that? So, so, so if I had done that legacy show, it actually would have ruined everything that I have right now because I would have been locked into this. You can't do anything without a permission until the show airs, which would have been like now. I mean, I would have. I did a show called The Goat on Amazon. It's airing May nineteenth, um, and that's going to be a very big show for Amazon. They're putting a lot of guns behind it, a lot of money behind it, promoting it and everything else. And then I have another show on a big network. That's all I can say. A major, a major network that uh, they're casting right now for. It's going to be like. Um, Failure, to, failure launch. to launch, sort of, like, sort of, and we'll be helping, some, it's Julia Hart and I, and we'll be helping someone, a boy or a, girl, a man or a woman every week on the show, uh, so we start that in March, and then I have two others that I can't talk about yet, but they're greenlit and they're happening. See, I always do think things always work out the way they're supposed to work they out. Do, yeah, they do, Heather. They, they do. They always do, and it's true. It's like, Had whether... I said yes, I would not have all yes. this. Like right. jobs, getting fired, something not being picked up, yeah. losing out on like a real estate thing. I always feel like it's always the way it's supposed to be. It's it is. much more positive what she's doing. And everything, right, um, and everything I do deliberately have, is a you'll positive. You'll be more in control. There's no control. Right. Housewives is no control. This is, these, are, these are shows that I'm executive producer on. I mean, these are all things that I've come up with or come up with someone else and we pitched and got picked up. And, um, but, but it's not even about being in control. It's about the, the messaging on everything I'm doing is positive messaging for women, period, the end. And I think it's because I was so damaged from Housewives and how it really had a negative image of women the misogyny that goes on at that at the network, um, at the network level, at the production level, just total misogyny. And and I think you know, looking back historically, it is very much not for women. You know, pitting women against women, like in a ring, like in the a gladiator, um, like well, gladiators, I, the reunion. It's it, like gladiators. It, did, it didn't start like that. No, but. That's what I think from the moment that like Tamara threw the wine. Yeah. Oh, there's so many moments. Do you think right? people then, want that? People ask for it. Then Some they do. realize that's what's getting the the buzz. But I loved like the first season of OC. Right. When you just saw their houses and there was it was there was some sad shit that happened in those for I was just fascinated because it reminded me of like the PBS um show that was like an American family that I never even knew existed. That was the first like reality show. They found this family. That's right. In Santa Barbara and they followed them and there was a a, a young man that he came out and he was gay like with a son which nobody saw that on TV and it was all real and the dad the dad had, was having an affair and and it was like I remember my mom like talking about it. Yeah, it was like I mean, so just like listen, when it, it can just be like to following be. a family. I love the you know, not, not, not so I thought Listen, that was... Bethany yeah. has her. You know, this. Let's this, talk about Bethany. Right, you could talk about Bethany well, all day how, about no, what she's how doing. You, how you reconnected and did the show? You were oh, you were 
in okay terms when she contacted you to come on her show. Yeah, listen, I my memory's so bad I can't hold a grudge because I can't remember. And that's the truth. I, I, I let things go. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I'm wrong to do it. I let things go. I don't want to remember. I don't let the past. I think I'm the opposite of you. I know, because you have a better memory, so you can yeah. hold on to it. If you don't memory, remember, yeah. how can you hold on to it? Right. So um, if I go back and rewatch and whatever, but I try to live in the moment. I think that Bethany has changed a lot. I do. I think she's evolved as a mother. Yeah. I think being a mother has really changed. And I think that um, she's letting everybody know by her messaging to Bravo that what she thought was okay 10 years ago, she doesn't think is okay today. And she's willing to say it. And um, She's also with a great guy. Her boyfriend is like a real Right, so she has guy. a security, right? So she has security yeah. in her life that she's in a really good place that way, that she she's nothing to lose. She's never going back on television, or at least on that network. And so um, what was my point about Bethany? Um, well, do you feel, though, in her leaving that she does want to not just burn the bridge, but the whole city down? Because yeah, it seems intent, a little like okay, that. I don't know if it's the intent. I don't think. I think it could happen. I don't think the intent was to burn the bridges down. I think the intent is that she was angry and see things. It's like they, when she and I had the conversation about the funeral, and I don't want to beat a dead horse about this whole thing going back and forth a million times. But when the glasses came off and she saw something she didn't see and I didn't see, and we both saw something at the same time, which was she was put in harm's way, not just me. She was put in harm's way. And in a nutshell, it was that at Gary, uh, not Gary, sorry, okay. at Bobby's, Bobby's funeral. funeral. Okay. Yes. People at, make that mistake. At Bobby's, well, just because it was the death. I was yeah. like, at Bobby's funeral, um, she had, um, she was showed going. Up. She showed she up. She was going. And but, she, uh, let me let me say. So you didn't know she was coming? No, so she, she, okay, so basically what happened was she in production decided that she was going to come to the funeral. Okay. She was led to believe that I knew she was coming. Okay. She had a mic on and she looked like literally, and she says it herself, like Marilyn, like like a movie star. She did. With yeah. the hat and the black and whatever. And I remember when I saw her, I'm like, boy, is she getting dressed up for a funeral? I mean, I go to a funeral, I don't put makeup on and I didn't. And I look, because I'm sad, like it's the last yeah. thing I'm thinking about is what I'm wearing on the outside, right? It's all about what's on the inside. So I see her and my first reaction was I was so happy that she came. Right. Like I thought, oh my God. So when Darren came over to me and said, Bethany wants to talk to you, I was like, I look at my sister, and and I was with my little posse, Allie, and I'm like, okay. And so we all walked over. It wasn't just me. We all walked over. But then I stepped out of the pack, you know, and I had this conversation with her. I did not see, I saw cameras, but I didn't see Bravo cameras. I didn't have a mic on. Nobody told me they were going to be there. And forgetting about the fact that the network has continued to lie and say that they have receipts that I gave permission, they have shown zero receipts, and they have not shown any release from me. They say they have emails. Let's see the emails. They say they have, but it doesn't so even matter about emails. So was she then? She was miked, but so this is where what, she's in harm's they, way. They picked you up from her mic. That is correct. Okay. So this is the harm's way that, so forgetting about my harm's way, she went red against the network. I saw it in her face when we were talking, when she recognized that she was lied to by the network and told I knew she was coming. And that because I didn't know, I could have walked out, seen her, and screamed at her to get out. And embarrassed her, humiliate her, whatever you want to call it. And that's when she freaked out. And she said, oh my God, you know, they've always had my back. They've always put me, I'm sure she, I'm thinking this, I'm saying this myself in her head that she's always been protected. Well, she wasn't protected. She was just put out to slaughter because I could have slaughtered her. Had well, I known she was miked, 
I would have. If someone said to me, you know, she brought cameras, I would have said, get the fuck out of here. But, but she- I didn't know she had cameras. I thought it was authentic. Mm. Well, okay, so when when Patty called me, Patty Singer, to tell me that Bobby had passed, and she's like, this is the funeral, whatever, this is when it is, and I I said, well, there's no way I can go, because whatever, something with the kids or work, I don't know, but I knew I couldn't go, and she said, I really think, um, I really think Bethany should go. I really think it would be good if Bethany went. Do you have her number? Do you have a way to contact Bethany? And I said, no, I haven't been in contact with Bethany for years. But I did say, I think Bethany's in a hard position because when people are weird about funerals, it's like yes. you can't win. Can't if win. You don't, don't show up. up you're you bad look person. like you don't care. Right. If you show up, oh, Bethany, the Wants star, attention. Right. made it about herself. There was no win. For you're, her. you're, it's a really hard. So I was like, hey, whatever. She's going to know about it. And I'm like, I would definitely invite her. I said, but. I don't think there should be any extra hurt but if, if she, she chooses was, not to go because of those reasons. Bethany, and, uh, sorry, Patty and Darren were definitely talking to right. Bravo about doing something for Bobby right. on the show. No question. And I don't deny it. And there are emails that say that. Um, I wasn't involved in any of the emails. This is post. I wasn't on any email. This is all between Darren, who's, you know, my best friend who only wants the best for me, and Patty. Right. And whoever at the network. Um the original thing they talked about was covering the funeral, and that was nixed immediately. There's no way any cameras are coming to Bobby's funeral. That inside was from me, the well, temple. Well, inside, right? outside. Because yeah. to me, there is no outside, right? You get into your car, you go. I mean, right. um, but the actual, yeah, yeah, no, fun- absolutely not. And and everyone knew that. What I did consider and was happy to do was to host the girls at my house after the real shiva was over and have cameras come and have them come pay their respects, relive some memories, have the camera go back in time and replay some fun things. And that's what I wanted. But you know what happened? The girls found out that Bethany brought cameras to the funeral. I found this out, by the way, later. This was much later. Um, but But this is what happened. They were going to do it on Friday. And then like, and the funeral was Monday. On Tuesday or Wednesday, and I don't remember, one by one, each girl said they couldn't do Friday. Dorinda said she couldn't do it. Ramona said she couldn't do it. Luann said she couldn't do it. Sonia said she couldn't do it. And what I found out is, is the reason why they said they wouldn't do it is because they found out Bethany had cameras there, chose not to tell them. All the girls were at the funeral without cameras. Ramona came. Dorinda came. Sonia came. Luann came. None of them told Bravo or asked Bravo to cover them to make them look good at the funeral. But they did resent the fact that Bethany, who hasn't spoken to me in 10 years and had no relationship with me, brought cameras and didn't include them. So they were angry at me. They thought I had something to do with the fact that Bethany came and got airtime, you know, like being the hero and that they didn't. So they all canceled on me. But I didn't know at the time why. I just knew one by one they wouldn't film. And that was it. Bobby wasn't going to be on. And then I don't really remember. It was so long ago. We're talking about six years ago. Yeah. I don't remember exactly when I found out they filmed it, but I do remember seeing that commercial for the first time. I saw a commercial with me and Bethany outside the funeral and like the hug, and I almost died. And I didn't know what to do. Do I sue the network? Do I call them? Do I write a letter? Do I tell them? Like, what do I do? And at that time in my life, I thought there might be a chance I wanted to go back. That's, that was definitely a time where I thought, would my life be better and get busy being back on TV? Right. And I had talked to Luann about it. So I'm like, well, if I do anything, 
that if I say anything, there's no chance of me ever coming back. So what did I do? I said nothing. And I ate it. And I ate it. And I ate it. And I ate it until one day, and I don't remember what it was, they were poking the bear at me. Yeah, the story came up They started poking the bear, saying that I invited them, I knew they were coming, and that was a lie. And eventually I finally just had to say, okay, guys, enough. Enough poking the bear. So that's it. So so when you did the show with um, Bethany. Yes. Where... So where are you guys now? We're in a great place. I spoke to her two days ago. You know, she called me just to check in. Um, you know, and it is what it is. You know, I, I, I know what's going on in her life, not on a daily basis, on a, you know, what's going on globally. She knows what's going on in my life globally. Um, and I truly think that she's happy for me. Um, she's proud of me. And, you know, the way, not that I need her um What's the word? Um, approval. approval about anything. But sure, it makes me feel good when she says, I see what you're doing. Because when I spoke to her the other day, I was in World Market in Vegas selling my rugs and selling my candles. And she was like, I'm so proud of you. You're doing such a great job. I see how hard you're working. And that made me feel good. I'm not going to lie. It did. Good. Made me feel good. Yeah. I mean, I think it's nice to be at peace with somebody. And sometimes when you're so close with someone, like talk on the phone every day like you were, you know, that that can't maybe sustain 40 years, but you can sometimes come back to that person and be in a pleasant place. I think she's changed and I think I've changed and not in a good or bad way, but just different. And I think that, and I'm glad I'm happy for Bethany, the way she's opened up her eyes and her life and her heart. I think having a daughter, I think she came for, and she'll say this herself, very damaged childhood. She's the first one to say how horrible her childhood was. Um, I think her daughter humanized her a lot, softened her up a lot. And, you know, her relationship with her daughter is not perfect. No one's relationship is perfect. And I think that that's where she sees that uh, not all friendships are perfect and that you have to forgive people, you have to move on and things like that. So, I think that's great. Okay, before we close, I, I just thought this was kind of a fun article. So this bride and her husband have gone viral on TikTok sharing their list of controversial wedding rules and decisions. Oh, I want to hear this. Here we go. These rules include no bridal party entrances. What does that mean? You know when they're like, give it up for the best man and the matron of honor and then they come in and they dance. Oh, I didn't even, I've never even seen that. And then the next group dances. I agree. um, Cutting the cake in private. Wait, they want to or they don't want to? They do want to cut the cake in private. I agree. Wow. A no phone. Why stop a party for that? Really, uh, it's just a photo op. I no, agree. No, they'll probably bring like a, they'll I cover agree. them with Do the, it in the other room, cut the cake. Tent. Take your picture and move on. Everyone's dancing, right? And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, everybody stop dancing. Sit down and we're going to cut the cake. Well, the last wedding I went to, which was a fabulous wedding at the Wynn Beyond. Wow. They there was the cake was over there. Yeah. And if you wanted to go over and see it Well that's what they're saying. They're yes. not gonna do a cut the cake ceremony. They didn't the, do it they didn't do a cut the cake right, ceremony. No, the yeah, cake is I gonna agree. be I'm not saying the cake's not there. The cake's gonna be in the Did room. Did you get to eat the cake? They don't want yeah. us. Oh good. Do you know how sometimes they get all mushy and they're kissing and they're throwing each other it's it's I hate annoying. the cake in someone's face. That's yeah. the worst. So let no. I agree. Next that's like this the absolutely agree with a no phones rule during the ceremony. Absolutely, and I'll tell you why. The light is very distraction, distracting, because I just went to Adele the other night. I thought everyone's camera's up. 
the some people left their light on. They don't even realize it. Yeah. So Adele's seeing that light. So imagine the bride and the groom and the rabbi are seeing these lights at them, number yeah. one. Number two, there was a girl in front of me holding her camera. She was very distracting because mm-hmm. she's got it like a TV monitor in yeah. front of right. her. And I'm trying to watch the wedding, and yet I'm looking at her camera phone and this camera phone and that camera phone. Right. It's not a terrible thing. But what I would say, I would, but I went to a wedding where I found it obnoxious the way they did it. Like, I would just say to my friends. Wait, didn't you film Teresa coming down the aisle and wasn't that the footage? It was yeah. a photograph. That was a famous? Yeah, no, it was a photograph. It was a photo. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it was oh, the yeah. famous that picture around the world. That was picked up by everyone. But I didn't video the whole wedding. I took yeah. a photograph. No, this is what I was just going to say. The exception is, I think that walking down the aisle, everybody could take their photos. Walking down the aisle, because that's the moment. Right. But then, for the ceremony, no phones. Like, pay attention to the moment. I do think that it's okay to film the bride coming down the aisle. I absolutely do. And then I think when they kiss and then leave. I agree with that. Okay. okay. All right, Tom. But the middle, I, you know, and I don't know if you can execute, but that would be no, the dream. I agree. I'm, I'm in on that. Um, revoking wedding invitations for those who don't RSVP on time. I think that's brutal. I mean, I just think there's some people in your life who are just not good at good at RSVPing or writing thank you notes or calling and, you know, they're just not good at that. Doesn't mean they're bad people. You right. don't take their, you know, what you have to do is have them call. Somebody has to call them on the phone. Like what an 80 year old may not even have gotten in. What are you going to revoke her invitation? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, pick up the phone, ask them if they're coming and don't stand on ceremony. The end. Yes. You just reminded me I have to send a wedding gift I forgot to give last week. Please. Thank you. Kicking out wedding crashers. Um, How? Who are you that you have wedding crashers? Who are you? We got to skip that. You know what a wedding crasher is? Somebody who comes who doesn't belong? Yeah. Yeah, they get dressed up and they go around town and look for good parties. I had, okay, at my wedding, we said no kids except for um, Peter's, uh, you know, like the immediate nieces and nephews of Peter and the immediate nieces and nephew of me. Totally agree. No other kids. I agree. And I invited this girl who is a friend of my sister's and her her husband, whatever. And they came to the wedding with their kids, the church. But then they were like, well, you know. Can we bring them to the party? No, they were like, well, we're not going to the reception. That's fine. We just wanted to see you get married. Like they were being nice. But they're acting like one of those couples that, God forbid, they ever have a sitter, whatever. And then at that point, I was like, oh, just come. Well, how old were the kids? I mean, they were like, you know, little. How many? Like, like crying four. babies? Like, Not were they going to make a noise? Maybe like four and three. Were there like six and of them? And there were other kids there. They were like our other nieces and nephews. And I just kind of was like, That's I'm nice. literally standing in front of the church. That's nice. That's and nice. And the, the thing, the country club is five seconds away. And yeah. I'm like, oh, just come. Like, who gives right. a shit? That was nice of you. It's yeah. not like they ruined you know, it. When, when you have a no kids rule, then, it's really then, not. But then we felt really bad because then there was like other another people. group of right. people that you said that no to. flew in that had their kids in a hotel like room. in a hotel room but with a nanny. But you did them a favor. It's what I was going to say is you're doing them a favor. Right. When you do no kids rule, it's not about the kids. The kids don't want to come to the party. It's annoying for them. They don't have friends. They don't want to be there. They rather yeah. watch TV. The parents, you're doing a favor for them because yeah. when you do that, you force them to get a babysitter and then they have a good time. Also, it is embarrassing like when you do bring your kids and they're like not behaving, not behaving, or on their phone or being like, like I'm like, oh, there. it's embarrassing. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, don't put your kids in a situation where they're likely they're to gonna fail. fail. I agree. Like, like, just don't because then you're screwing up their reputation. Because just like an adult, your first impression is your most important. If somebody remembers that Heather's sons 
are little shits. Right. Well, they're 21 and 18, and now they're delights. But there's still that, like... You still remember it. Yeah, they still are kind of like... Like, now, now if I bring them around. But then there was a time where they're like, no kids for years because my boys were bad. Wow. Well, they were boys. They, they boys. Wanted, I'm they just saying. Play, yeah. They're not bad. They just well, didn't want to be there. Right. Adults bring kids where they don't want to be. I and like then that they fashion get upset show when you did with your right. son. I just I want know. to mention, I thought that was one of the best things I ever saw you do. That I was, was great. the greatest That was the mother, uh, the mother son. I saw fashion it. show. The most fun I could ever have. I know. I was really happy I for Um They also said limiting speeches. So I'm going to a wedding in September and the mother of the bride is my friend. And this will be a fabulous wedding. And I love the, the you know, the, the bride and everything. Love everybody. And she said they they don't want all these speeches. Like she doesn't want like any. Well, that the, any or a few. I, I don't, this is the problem. They're all repetitive. So you need one or two. That's it. Okay. So like if it's going to be the father of the bride, remember, the mother did, of the bride, and that's it. Did you watch Real Housewives of New York when Erin had her like 10-year wedding anniversary? No, I did not. And she literally had... I mean, so many speeches. And they all admitted, like, this wasn't an editing thing. She had so many people giving speeches over a it's couple the that same stayed thing. together for 10 years. No, it's always the same thing. We love you. You're so amazing. It's always the same thing. I think I do like a maid of honor, especially, especially if she's funny or whatever. Yes. But if it's a nerve-wracking thing, I think skip it. Like, don't make your fr- – like – don't make your friend like, like Gary have give anxiety. A good one, right? Yeah, he'll be like, funny. Some people are really great and love it. Very short, and then and and yeah, Heather's norm- gonna have to do but it. But normally, Heather's speeches are. You know what? At my wedding, my dad did not. I think he did it at the. I think the dads did rehearsal something at the I'm, rehearsal. Yeah. That's fine. And That's where they belong, by the way. That's I think good. we only That's had a good. best man yeah. and a maid of honor. The, That's you it. Know, the wedding is only two hundred and forty minutes. Okay, and it depending on how many people you have. Two hundred forty minutes. What do you mean? Well, it's usually a six, uh, a four-hour wedding. Jewish religion. No, it's a four-hour wedding times sixty is two hundred forty minutes. Maybe it's a five-hour wedding. It's three hundred minutes, literally. So um, people want to dance and they want to have fun. And every time you make them stop dancing, it's annoying because they want to get. I mean, I think the. I personally love the speeches. I love to cry. How many do you want to hear? I like it. Well, it's done during dinner. If it's done during, during a sit-down, then it doesn't matter. During the matter. sit-down dinner, while you're Nothing's eating your steak, that. while they're bringing the entree, while they're taking away the salad. Well, this, on this list, it says limited, so I can't argue because okay. I don't know how many. Um, I think it should be limited to time more than n- number of if people. If someone goes too long, you could just start playing music. Yeah. Banning music requests. Okay. I don't yeah. like that. Where you go up why? and say, can you play this? I don't like no. that rule. I no. agree. I don't like that rule. Bad rule. Alcohol shots. Banned or in? No, no alcohol shots. Maybe. I don't agree. I feel like you can order whatever you want. I don't agree. And not only that, I think there should be a shot ski bar. Because the, the groomsmen love to take a shot. I mean, shots do get you more drunk, though. So I don't I drink, kinda, so By I saying talk. no shots, if right. you have a vodka with, with you know, soda, and it's just going to take you longer to drink it, and you're going to also get that other non-alcohol. By doing shots. So, that so means if no you have shot three shots, bar. that's like three drinks you know, right. and no plus ones. Well, I think you can be selective who gets a plus one and who's not. And I think you can be selective where if somebody doesn't have a significant other, but they know everybody at the wedding. And they're sitting with all couples at the table. Don't make someone come single. 
No, don't put I them agree. with. That's you put them agree. with all singles because you have a lot of singles. If you have, then that's okay. Right. If you have a group of single people, especially if you have a guy for them, what if a, you have a match for and them? And they don't have a significant other. Okay, fine. But I think that's kind of. T- I mean, if you could afford where everyone gets a plus one, whether they're a couple or not, I think that's a classier way. Because there might be a girl. Well, no, that, honestly, I don't, I don't I, know. It depends. I, I, no, well, you have I to had limit a girl it. Come to my you wedding, have to limit it. And her husband was sick or something, and she like brought a friend or her sister. And I didn't. That didn't bother me at all. Because it was should one she person. Have to suffer? I mean, but, but imagine it's end, twenty people. It's, I, Do you want twenty strangers? No, no, no. Who but cares? that's not it. Do you want twenty strangers you don't know dancing at your wedding when you only have one hundred twenty people? I, I no. I think you, you don't should, want them in I your think, photos. You don't want anything to do. with I think them. everyone should have a plus one. It just is so awkward in this day and age. It depends on the age. To go to something completely alone. I just really What if you're 25 and they're all single? All your friends are single. Allison's friends are all single. No, in that case, I think- That's what I'm saying, the young people. That's why I say you do it per person. You kind of go- Yes. And I think you even give them the courtesy of calling them and saying, okay, here's the deal. Like, you know so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. I think you're honest about it. And you're like- I don't want you to think me not inviting you with a plus one makes me think you're going to be like single forever. But I don't. Th- I think if I someone's think got a really boyfriend, they should bring it. By I, not yeah, but you don't want them asking the mailman to come. Like if it's no. a plus one, then they feel but obligated if, to oh, bring you're someone. Right, they could feel yeah. obligated. No, but, so you really it has to be. <laughs> sorry, Gary. No, it's when it's the bride and the groom's friends. They should not unless they are in a serious relationship. Serious relationship. They should be alone because there's a lot of other single people. Well, I also think anybody that has to travel. You you give them the option of bringing Correct. someone because you don't even have to if come it's along. A, even if it's their best friend or a I sister know, or their mom. I agree. You say, you know, um, I'm inviting you with a plus one. If you want to bring a date, great. But if you want to bring somebody else, fine. And if you don't, you're going to know all these people. That's right. Like if you're Make really inviting these people to your wedding. You should be on a phone call basis with them, and you should be able to talk Absolutely. it out. Yeah. yeah. If and if you're not, then they don't get a plus one because you really don't want yeah. them anyway. It was an obligation invite. Right. If, yeah. If they're single and they can't bring a plus one, you allow them to have shots. <laughs> I like it. All right. All right. Now let's get into everything that you have going on that people can purchase because people love the rugs. They do love the and rugs. And what are the price points? The rugs start at like $49. I mean, they're that's so for a expensive. Small one. By the way, I have a program starting um, – in five days, <laughs> on, in you know February fifth, whatever okay. it doesn't matter. Um, I have a rug program going into Lowe's, all eleven hundred stores, and it's a two by three, kind of like a mat size to put anywhere, entrance to your house or whatever, and they're beautiful. Uh, my indoor outdoor rugs are still pet proof, you know, and the indoor rugs. Um, I also have wool now. We've stepped it up a little, but I have more expensive rugs, and I have more coming that are in the higher quality, but the prices are incredible. I'm like 25% of a restoration hardware price in some cases, because we're just taking out a lot of that markup. And then you, you and Allie, Jill and Allie, have so many great items. Of course, the candles are what everybody loves because they crystal come with a manifesting crystal. So when it burns all the way down, you have a beautiful crystal that you, you can do. keep. I have creativity on my desk. You have so many boss different babe. ones. Boss I babe. Boss you babe. You're a boss yeah. babe. I give you boss babe. The thing, you know, I think that one of the reasons that I'm where I am right now in my career um, is because of my manifesting the last two years. Yes. Because as I'm de- designing and developing these candles, I'm manifesting, right? So I'm looking at this color and I'm like, okay, here's the stone. What stone are we going to do? This is what this is good for. This is what this is good for. And at the same time, I'm manifesting it. And I think that I, I know it works. If people, 
it, you know, you can call it manifestation. You can just say writing things down, you know, and making your intention, manifesting intention really helps people focus and figure out a path to get what they want. And that's why the manifestations at Candles have done well. I also just launched a tabletop line, which I have to show you pictures of. It looks like the Beverly Hills Hotel and the Colony Hotel's pink and white stripes with palm leaves, like Palm Beach kind of thing. Palm Springs. Sorry, Palm Springs. You're going to love. And that just launched. And that's going to be. Okay, I want those for my La Quinta house. You want this for your La Quinta house. Wait till you see this. You're going to die. And that's on GodandGo.com. We we have the pickleball rackets that I used the other day. Look at this furniture. Breakdown furniture. Oh, my God. You have. Oh, my God. I love this blue. I know. I have all this furniture now. That's going to be up on my website in a couple of months. But okay. let me show you the tabletop. You're going to flip. So, um, yeah, no, business is great. I'm developing more and more products. You can find me in pretty much like we're in um, TJ Maxx and Home Goods, and we're clothes. in Sam's Club. I have an incredible program of candles and mirrors at Sam's Club. I have a 36-inch round mirror in black or brass for $49. Amazing. I saw it at the show. I was just in Vegas. Wholesale $93, same mirror. You can't believe it. So it's very exciting times. No, it Jill's is. also going I'm a into hydration brand. in a big way. Yes, drinking. But the different kinds of drinking, no, right, more Gary? Just like being thirsty. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Never thirsty with Gary's her. Gary's so it's funny. The biggest cup you've you ever You know, that seen. is the one thing I always hated when somebody would call me that. I don't know why it triggered like a visceral reaction. 64 with ounces, you're never thirsty. Thank oh, and you, by Gary. the way, she has her own Diet Coke machine now. 580 cans of Diet Coke at the house at all times. Gary, you're so crazy. Well, this is really kind of a, like yeah, a vending machine. That's, yeah, she has a vending <laughs> this machine. This isn't do a great picture. Do you really have a vending machine? I do. Absolutely. I do in my backyard. Gary's crazy. He did yeah. it. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Look at this. The flamingos. And oh it's out God. now. So you can go to godingo.com, type fun. in Jill Zarin. You will see the most fun, playful designs of pink and white. This is like amazing. It, right? Drop dead? This is drop dead. Yeah. Thank you. Pink and green. Oh, and, and the then flamingos. I also you have a Montauk line, which is, oh my God. Yeah, blue and white. This is the cutest shit ever. Thank you. Jill. That means a lot to get me. Get ready to get your life. Your yeah. life's going to change. I think. Well, it's ma- manifesting it. So if you want to manifest, get a manifestation candle at jillandally.com. By the way, Juicy Scoopers, 15% off. I always bring a gift for you. So it's Juicy Scoop 15? Sure. Okay, Juicy Scoop 15. Yeah. Have a party. Love you. Love you. I love you too. Thank you. Thank you, Heather.